But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys, Fatty, Fatty. and Big Bry. And Big Bry. What's going on, big fella? Welcome to Illegal Hamlet Ace. I am that fat guy. He is Big Bri. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Beautiful day. Well, we do have a uh, a semi. Well, it's a major announcement for our team <laughs> and uh, our ham family. Let me bring her in real quick before we boot her back out. But Brown's Fangirl has joined the Ham Boys. And she is helping us out with our Fat Boy Tuesdays and our top threes from here on out. So you'll be seeing her on a legal hand to the face, helping us out behind the scenes and on Twitter and Facebook, which I greatly appreciate. So let's give a warm welcome to Sherry. Sherry, thank you. for Good evening. And Brian froze again, but that's all right, Brian. That's That's a good pick. I was trying to stay still that time. So Brian's having technical difficulties on his side, so you will not see that beautiful face move back and forth or laugh or wink, which is great for him because he's probably watching either Guardians baseball or (laughs) NBA on the background. No, I. what do I got it on? ESPN News, maybe? I'm seeing uh, Jokic push the Dan Gilbert's uh, nemesis right now. All right, Justin said hi, Sherry. So Justin. Hey, Justin. Doesn't mean you have to go PG. Uh, you're allowed to say some of the stuff you say, even though it's funnier. And we talk about hookers a blow on this show. Well, that's okay. I never told you, but our lab motto was boats and hoes. There you go. See, she fits right in, Bri. <laughs> I, it's hard. I'm seeing his face, and I just I know it's kind of funny. Sock puppet, Bri, coming soon. <laughs> Bri, can you hear us? We need proof of life. Okay, well, we're going to have to. Okay, we're removing Brian until he gets things situated. So, Sherry, thank you so much for joining the ham team. I can't thank you enough helping us out, especially with Fat Boy Tuesday and our top three, which today we'll get into here a little bit later is buffets and our top three buffet items, favorite items. Oh, yes. Um, Got to give the rundown for our show, though. Our show is brought to you by Harold Keel and Lake Erie APA. Also, City Dogs Cleveland. All right. And not thank them enough. We got a new dog tonight. Can't wait for you to meet this cute face. And he is back. He's back. Yay. For now. We'll see. For now. Well, we had you, Bri, and your face was frozen, but we couldn't hear you anymore. We got worried. Yeah, I can still hear you guys. I don't know why. So we'll try it again. If not, I'll shut her down and turn her back on. I was going to say, you might have to give her a restart. 
which will be completely fine yeah, if I'm you guys shut down and restart it. And then we'll fire it back up and we'll bring you in back in for trivia. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Old? Yeah. Um, now I'll keep, uh, I'll keep talking. I'll keep trying to uh, let you know I can still hear you guys. But if you can't for some reason hear me, speak up and then I'll know to shut her down. All right. So we can still hear you. And if I kick you out of the yep. screen, you'll know when I kick you out of the screen. Um, so, oh, yeah, I'm uh, sure I froze by now. Yeah, you're froze. You're good, but you still yeah. got to go. So we got a new dog of the week this week, Bri. We do have trivia, which is my turn for trivia, which is going to be a fun NFL draft trivia for you, Bri. Nice. I like that. It has to do, has to do with Browns, which is even Ooh. better. I don't throw that much oh, at you that often. Right in the wheelhouse. All right. Uh, also, we are getting into, are the guards okay tonight? Uh, we're getting into our Cleveland, all Cleveland sports, uh, Mount Rushmore, each team. We're going through each team. Now, I did have some feedback on that. A lot of people gave me, you know, the, the norms. But I have one, uh, mm-hmm. one of my friends, Tubby, reached out to me and said, hey, you might want to do the uh, Indians and Guardians as like pre-1990s and then 1990s on because of the history with them. And I thought long and hard about it because, you know, we do have a different kind of Hall of Fame or, or Mount Rushmore with those two different groups. But we'll, we'll see how it goes with ours. Um, I do, Brian, I got a fatties on fire today. And I have not been on fire in a while. And it's, it's going to blow up because of the question I did ask. Now, I did throw it out on Facebook and Twitter. You know, who's your Mount Rushmore? And we had... Everything from LeBron James to Jim Brown to Otto to everything else. It was amazing. The feedback we got, Bri. I mean. Uh, that that version of Frozen Bri was the funniest. Did you see the face it froze on? I did. I did. <laughs> so we'll get into that here a little bit later. Hopefully, Bri can get a hard restart and get back in here. But Sherry is with me here until now, until he gets back in. I'll keep you company. Sherry, now we do start out every show, which you know, with some shout outs. And since you're new to the show, uh, do you have any shout outs this week you'd like to shout out? Uh, friends, family, anything? Friends. About okay. My dear darling, I don't know if she's watching because she's very busy. Lysandra in Denver? Okay. Oh, I know who she is. She's my, my soulmate. <laughs> it is in a very, like, best friendy kind of way, you know. Mm-hmm. But she... Like, her knowledge of sports is incredible. Like, I'm just blown away by all these facts. She knows about every sport, including ice hockey, which is, you know, not as mainstream as I wish it was. I mean, now playoff hockey is exciting and wonderful. But uh, And she's throwing hockey facts at me, and I'm like, you're incredible. She knows so much. She's just amazing. All right. Well, that's awesome. You got to get her to watch the show now because. Yeah, it's just the, the time difference. And she has two little girls. It's like four o'clock over there, isn't it? I think. Or I think, is it two hours? It might be dinner time. I think it's dinner time. Mm, that's no. I'll pressure her. Don't worry. Oh, you got to <laughs> twist that arm. Whatever you got to do. I'll be like. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the shout outs I got this week. I uh, got a shout out. Uh, Top Dog Tailgate's getting ready to have their tailgate and Berea, which would be next Saturday. Oh, uh, it's sneaking up on us, isn't it? It's still $10 donations, right? $10 donation. 
uh, goes to City Dogs of Cleveland. So go check out their Facebook page. Check them out on Twitter. You can get signed up through them. Go out and have a good time. I know a lot of people are going to be there. Uh, I think we'll be there. I don't know if Sherry's going to be there for sure. I should not. be. I should be. But there's there's a lot of people that are going and having a good time. So I can't wait for that. Uh, tell Loveless to get a computer. I've been trying, Jose. I've been trying. <laughs> hockey is definitely underrated. Um, See? The only reason why I say hockey is underrated is because soccer is kind of the same thing. Like, I got people. But, that, but people skate backwards on ice with razor blades. I know, and there's there's huge, huge debate when Bry and somebody else I know of uh, wow. who is more athletic, basketball players or hockey players. Hockey. And it just gets out of hand. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not hockey players because hockey, you have to have that skill to skate. You can't throw LeBron James out there if he doesn't. Or know could we? We could. We could. It'd be funny. It'd be it really hasn't funny. been tested, so why not? Well, I, I he's figured- from Akron. I'm sure he's ice skated before. If he's not ice skated, I know he's slid on the ice before. <laughs> Did he keep his balance? Did he stay all upright? Us, all of us have done that with the uh, the hands flailing around. And <laughs> yeah. the hit the ice I, did that. I did that once with two cups of coffee. Didn't spill a single drop. I did it with a uh, tree limb, and then I did it again with the same tree limb. Oh, no. And then I threw the tree limb, and I started cussing at Bri while Bri was laughing at me as I'm slipping and falling on the ice. That. Handled well. And Bryce back. I wasn't us. there that day. I wasn't there that day. I heard the story secondhand because I'm on vacation. I was, I was so angry that day. It was not even funny. Like, I wanted to break something. Uh-oh. I've been that mad before. And then I, the bad thing is, is I was more upset with myself because I did it again. Not that I did it the first time. I did it a second time. Yeah, that's where the rage would bubble up. I get it. All right, Brian, do you got any shout-outs this week, brother? Nope, I'm shout out free. I think I'm just gonna have to keep touching my phone to keep it uh going. <laughs> Bry. So if you uh if you see me take it down, it's because I'm getting lazy and I just wanna I don't wanna have to keep reaching up it's like a shoulder workout over here going like well, the good Pilates thing, or Jazzer size. Jazzer size. Now Bry, the great thing that you could do is you don't have to have your camera on, so you can still have your camera off and hold it if you need to today. Okay, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Because all you gotta do is just turn your camera off, and then you know put up a little like B in the background of for Bry, and then I'll still be able to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the most important thing as long as we can hear each other. All right, so let's get into our show, Bry, and got that going on here. I gotta move some stuff around. Uh, we did that, Bry. You ready for trivia? I'm gonna keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep yeah. around. Trivia before I kick her out before Cleveland headlines because I wanted to hear this trivia. I'm kind of proud of this trivia. Justin kind of helped me out on this. Excellent. I like it. Justin, Brian has to keep touching it. I'm being good enough. <laughs> that bad boy. Thank Justin. you, Justin. There you go. Well done, sir. All right, let's let's get into our trivia and then we will do our dog of the week from City Dogs. And today's trivia is brought to you by 
City Dogs of Cleveland. And, Brian, we have a new pup today. We're going to get the banner going down here below right there. This is how you get a hold of City Dogs. Our dog of the week's name is Murtaugh. And, Brian, I can't wait for you to see this face. All right? I'm not even going to read anything tonight because this face is going to say it all. Look at that face right there. Got the underbite. And everything. Oh, he is our dog of the week. Virtual is our dog of the week. Please go nice. to the email address below, the phone number, and the online address to get a chance to meet Murtaugh. They what even dressed him up as Star Wars. He was in a Bumblebee outfit. Look at that face, probably. You can't know oh, that. Man. This is getting I so have hard. To say- the uh, the name matches the face. I'm impressed yeah. by that. And when, hey, when Beth <laughs> sent it to me today, she goes, "You're gonna love this face." And then as soon as I open it up, I start laughing. That's it's all adorable. I all right, Justin, you're gonna okay, Sherry. There's a long going thing going on that Justin has asked us. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, is a Off hot dog the rails already? He he's wanted to know is a hot dog if a hot dog is a taco. I'm going to say no. Hot dog's a sandwich. All right. I'm going to have to boot Sherry off now. Sherry's not yep. part of this. Show Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> it's so pretty sad. simple, really. It's, it's hot dog isn't in a tortilla. No, okay. Tortilla makes the taco, but it's the same shape. I get it. It's no, handheld. I, I consider a hot dog its own thing. Okay. Like, it, like that's kind of its own thing. Like, I don't consider it I a sandwich, think. but I don't consider it a taco. Like See, I could agree to that. I could agree to that. But when you say it's a sandwich, it's not a sandwich. I'm sorry. A hot dog has its own category then. <laughs> but what about like a like a Polish boy and whatever you could put on a hot dog bun? Yep. We'll get into that at a later date. For a okay. Right, maybe next Fat Boy Tuesday. Looks like next Rehash Fat Boy Tuesday. That. We're getting now that you're season. outnumbered. Yeah, now that I'm outnumbered. I you know, I bring this mm-hmm. in. I see how this is. Right, I showed uh, Sherry this before I kick her off. Take a look at that. Lipton has made their hard iced tea, Bri. About time. It's delicious. It sneaks up I on you. I believe you. Well, yeah, they all do. 8%? No, no. We're not straight ice house yet. I think it's 5 <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I think uh, oh, Mike's hard lemonade is about 8%, I think. I don't know. It's been a while since I've had one of those. Really? Hey. <laughs> That's the best quote ever. Justin said that dog needs a friend named Riggs. Yes, he does. <laughs> and that, yes. that other dog has got to have a mullet and smokes cigarettes and eats dog biscuits. You know, Chippy's one haircut away from a mullet. Chippy does need a mullet. By the way, is Chippy beside you? Uh, I could bring him on later. Okay, bring him <laughs> on later because Brian's going to love Chippy. Oh, he yeah. has an underbite as well. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll love Chippy. Please. All right, Sherry. Thank you, everybody. Say hi to Sherry. We'll see her later for Fat Boy Tuesday and buffets and stretchy pants and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so, Sherry, you're going to hear the trivia in the background, all right? All right. Thank you. All right, Brian. Our trivia is brought to you by City Dogs Cleveland, like I said. Uh, Justin, help me out with this trivia. There's a lot of free agents that go undrafted. York mm-hmm. Browns have one of those undrafted free agents that turned into a Hall of Famer. Can you okay. tell me that undrafted free agent? 
Well, we'll give it a shot. All right, all right, guys. got to think of the Hall of Famers. Um, then oh shoot, there's not many, but um, I know there's not many, so you can narrow it. Down. Well, there's more than you would think, but a lot of them are sixty years ago, fifty years ago. So I'll have to go to the archives, try to figure out um who potentially could have been undrafted. I'll have a couple for you. All right, Sherry's in the chat now messing with Justin, so this is going to be a good time. I'll try to stay focused. All right, right, so today we're getting into our Cleveland headlines. As soon as I pull up the the fun sounder, Chris isn't here yet, but I still got to All right, so your Cleveland headlines for May 9th. Uh, we're going to start out with a very, very, very sad one to start out with. Um, Nick Gilbert passed away over the weekend, uh, 26 years old. If you guys do not know who Nick Gilbert is, he is the son of owner Cavs owner Dan Gilbert, who wore the bow ties and got us two first-round picks. Um just keeping the hope alive for Cleveland. Every time you see him on the NBA draft lottery, always smiling, always having a good time. Uh, here, I even said it on our Twitter account. I would send in prayers and well wishes to their family uh, through this hard time, especially after Dan having a stroke and now losing Nick. That's got to be something very, very hard for that family. So we want to send prayers and everything out to that family. Um, Bry. Uh, what's your best memory of Nick Gilbert? Well, just just on the human element of it, um, you know, it's just it's gut wrenching. It's whenever you hear somebody passing away at 26 years old, it's just, I mean, it's the worst thing you could possibly imagine. And I have no idea what that family is going through. Um, like you. Just wish nothing but the best for them. Send prayers their way um, because it's just it's something no parent should ever go through. Um, no family should ever go through having to bury their 26-year-old child. So, um, yeah, beyond that, I mean, as far as uh, how it relates to Cleveland sports, um, he, he'll always have a place in Cleveland sports. Um, he'll always be a memory that, uh, that brings a smile to Cleveland sports fans' faces. Um, you know, before the 2016 championship, before LeBron announced he was coming back, it was us winning the lottery uh, three times in four years, I believe. And, you know, when you think of us winning the lottery, and it, it's not like it was a given. It was, oh. you know, we had, we won a couple long shots, I think, uh, especially the one year they got Kyrie. Their actual pick was like fourth where we got Tristan Thompson. It was the 12th pick that we got for Baron Davis that became um, the number one. So, yeah, it was, I mean, just him up there smiling and um, and just having so much joy and so much fun. I mean, you couldn't help but smile. Um and so, you know, knowing what he was going through, what he's gone through over the last several years, it's just, it's maybe a little bit of a silver lining to just know that, uh, that he doesn't have to deal with that pain anymore. And, you know, he doesn't have to 
um, deal with a lifetime of going to the doctor and, and all that. And, and he's finally free. And hopefully the, the family can take some peace in that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, he's a Clevelander. He'll always be a Clevelander. You know, you can just close your eyes and picture him smiling and, and celebrating winning those lotteries. And yeah, it's um it's a sad day when I heard uh, that kind of news. Yeah, I asked you if you had a bow tie for this apparent reason, and uh, I couldn't find one in my house. I didn't have time to stop and get one, or I'd be wearing a bow tie right now, which was his famous trademark, especially there during the NBA drafts for us. So, like I said, prayers to the family. Um, you know, we're we're behind you guys. It's definitely a sad thing that happened, and especially for a 26-year-old. Um, but it's just tragic, right? I just, when I hear 26 year olds, I don't think of news like that. Nope. All right. Other Cleveland news that we got going on, Bri, the Cleveland Browns have narrowed down their dog search. All right. They've mm-hmm. sent out a search for all the dog faces and these are the five oh, dog nice. logo finest. All right, Bride. Now, do you have a preferred choice in this one? I think I do. Um, okay. So my preferred choice, I think, is probably the one in the top left. Okay. Um, without really giving any great answer or detail on why it is, I think it just maybe aesthetically is most pleasing for me. My, I would t- say my least favorite is the one in the bottom right. Um, I think oh. it's just maybe too too dark. You too know, dark. It's, it's hard to really see what's going on. To me, it almost looks like the uh, the character, the bad guy from, uh, from Stranger Things this past season. It really doesn't look <laughs> like a dog. Um, well. So, yeah. That, and the other ones are fine. Uh, I like the one in the top right also. Um, but so yeah, top left, top right. Those probably be my top two choices. All right. Top right for Chris. He said top left or Myrtle. I get that one. Top left is Sherry's favorite. Bottom right is my favorite. I know it's a little bit darker, but um, it doesn't even look like it it looks, it doesn't look like a dog. It looks like Chewbacca or something. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Explain why that's your favorite. Well, they, they actually broke it down on uh browns fan only group page i don't know who did it but there's pieces of ohio in it so like on the left ear is the state of ohio uh on the right our eyebrow is the browns helmet the guardian tower is in the mouth a guitar pick is down at the bottom for the rock and roll hall of fame you have the brown stripe right down the middle which is that white stripe they also yeah. have the spikes, which they control those as the tower, uh, key tower. So, like, there's a lot of in- stuff behind the scenes in that one. I just, I know it's dark, but I just like the look of that one. I, I don't know. I think the other ones look a little too cartoony. Sure. To me, but I, I think that one's almost like a real kind of just like, it looks like it could be a real dog's face. If now, if it brightened up a little bit, like the one up there in the, the you know the top left that you like, Brian, mm-hmm. I I would go a little bit brighter. But I think what it is is that that right side of the or the left side of the face or whatever it is is just too dark. If it was the same color as the other side, I think it would yeah. have been good. 
Uh, Casey's yeah, I here. Can listen to that. Yeah, Casey likes the one you like, huh? But they're, I mean, they're all good. And no matter what, it's going to be a great logo. I mean, it's for T-shirts and hats, so you can't have. Yeah, sure. Casey said, "Get rid of the shadow effect, and it's a go." Yeah, if you get rid yeah. of that shadow effect. I think it's kind of, you know, like you were saying, you were pointing out all the detail stuff, which you really don't know when you first look at it. But um, I think that's kind of maybe more of a thing. Like you hear it the first time, you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then the second time, all right, it's not bad. But I, I feel like it's kind of almost like uh, having the Cleveland cross your chest on your jersey. Like it's cool yeah. for first couple times. You're like, yeah, you know, represent Cleveland, you know, uh, put it across your chest. But then over time, you just like, you know, you just kind of look past it and, and you say, uh, you know, it, it loses its meaning after a while. But if you think it looks the coolest, I'm not going to tell you otherwise. Um, you know, it's obviously they pick the five best ones. So some people are going to uh, love each one of them. And, uh, you know, the I guess what? It's going to a vote and they're going to decide based solely on the vote. Yes supposedly we'll see what happens but you know at that point in time they can rig the vote just like <clears throat> u.s right. government so, all right or the nhl draft last night like uh, or that see? yeah there you go pat there you go pat talking Look about nhl for you talking about the nhl draft being rigged didn't see that mm-hmm. how about it all right. all right brian the next item up on the ticket for your cleveland headlines Brian, are the guards okay <laughs> uh like I, I know it's spring, and I know this is like a little overreaction at the beginning, but Brian, they are like the worst home run hitting team. All right, for one, the offense is just sputtering. Nobody's even hitting now, and probably as I'm speaking this, we're probably winning nine nothing against the Tigers as we're talking. But <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of concerned, Brian. I mean, not like a lot of concern, but just. I'm mildly concerned. I know it's not time to panic yet, but I think some things need to uh, be shaken up. I mean, it. I guess it depends on what your um, what your expectations are of this team. If you just want them to compete for the playoffs or maybe make it into the playoffs, they can still do that. They're in a terrible division. Um, you know, they can start getting stuff together. And the next month, heck, they could play 500 baseball until beginning of uh, August and then kind of turn it on and still find a way to make the playoffs. So, you know, I, I don't know if you want to panic now. It's 162-game season. Um, but i tell you one thing. They're just – they're a terrible watch. Nobody wants – I mean, why would anybody want to uh, watch this team? And, you know, it, I, I don't want to – I want to stop short of calling them an embarrassment because uh, – Apparently, they're kind of right where they were last year about this time. But uh, it's just it's not fun to watch them. Nobody wants to go uh, see you. Maybe if you're lucky, you put up two or three runs. Um, so I think, honestly, you know, obviously the uh, the season could go in many different directions. But this team, to me, kind of looks like the team from last year to where hopefully they catch fire and and make the playoffs and win the division in a bad division and uh, then get into the playoffs and then probably lose in the first round because your offense is just not good enough. So, I mean, if people are okay with that, then 
yeah, it's going to be a fun ride for you. But me, I, I typically, my expectations are do better than what you did last year. That's why, you know, the Cavs season, I guess, maybe was a, a success if you look at it in those terms because we made it to the playoffs this year. But for me, the Guardians, you have to win a series. And, um, you know, I just at this point, I don't know how you possibly could with with this offense. It's I don't know. I it's very frustrating to even talk about them, to be honest. It's kind of like the Cavs. They just leave a terrible taste in your mouth. And and I tell myself and I honestly know that it's okay. They could be fine. You know, they just need to get hot for two weeks stretch or, or, you know, go on a run here for 10 games and they'll be fine. They'll be near first place and they just beat the twins two out of three. But, uh, but deep down, I know like this team can't score runs, you know? So how are we going to be expected to beat some of the best teams in the American league? And what's frustrating to me is just, it feels like a long death march. The whole season just feels like a long death march. Like, hey, you know, if we do everything we're supposed to and we make the playoffs, let's throw a giant party. But you're not going to compete with some of the best teams in the American League. Um, you know, even look at look at this season. It makes me go back to last year's series against the Yankees. And it's like, okay, some people tell you we had a 2-1 lead. And, uh, you know, we really had a chance of winning that series. But me, I kind of, I don't, maybe I'm just a pessimist. I'm like, you won one game, one to nothing in 15 innings. It took you 15 innings to score one run. And you got lucky that you had such a tremendous uh, pitching performance. You can't expect to do that all the time. So, I don't, it's just, it's, it's a hard sell for me. It's, um, you know, you need Bieber to be spectacular. You need McKenzie to be spectacular. You need Quantrill to be spectacular. You need your bullpen to be spectacular. And maybe if all that stuff happens, maybe you can win the division and have a chance in the playoffs. But, uh, I mean, this team needs everything to go right for them. And, you know, it, I just I get sick of hearing people talk about it's 162 games. And just wait, wait till the warmer weather, you know, they'll be fine. I'm, I'm sick of waiting for it. And there'll come a time probably in two weeks, three weeks where I'll come on here and, uh, and say, oh man, they've won five of six games. They've won seven of nine games. They're really turning it on. It's, I don't know. It's hard for me to get too high or too low on the regular season. It's just, too long it's too long too long yeah it's a roller coaster the whole time you know like i'm telling you in three weeks we could be talking about a completely different team now i i do have to add on to the the one thing that you were talking about you know with being like the pessimist because you know we don't have the hitting we don't have the power or anything like it i i think when you think that way i think the other people are thinking 2016 we really didn't have the bats. We didn't have the power, but we had the pitching. And the pitching got us all the way to the World Series, Bri. And I think that's what, you know, I, I think that's why people are on the other side going, well, all we need to do is score a couple runs and then we start winning series. And I think that run of 2016 kind of spoiled 
a lot of people with that kind of pitching um, because that pitching was elite between Kluber, between um, Cody Allen and my God, I'm still forgetting him because he's out of the uh, majors now. Uh, Andrew Miller. Andrew Miller. Between those three, uh, it was, and then Cookie evolving to where he was at. But I think that's why everybody's expectation is a little bit higher because you do have a legit pitching staff. And the pitching staff hasn't done horrible. Like, the p- pitching staff has done enough. I mean, you, you've won, I don't know how many, like, one-run games. That's like they did the stat of, like, they played so many games and, like, 70% of them all have been, like, one-run or two-run games. So you've been in every game. It just sucks that you can't just get over and they just need to get some hits especially with people in running people on base i mean they get two people on base and then just something stupid happens and they just can't figure it out now i do have to ask bride did you see the video last night of the guy trying to steal second and mm-hmm. the perfect pinpoint accuracy of our catcher who hit him right in the mcnuggets as he was stealing oh, second I- I guess I suppose I heard about it. I didn't see the clip. No, he was sliding into second base. Bry got hit in the McNuggets. Jimenez caught it and tagged him out. That's why you wear a cup. Uh, yeah, he said took it right in the pills. I even put up the <laughs> meme. Last, put up, I put up the gift last night. You always got to protect the McNuggets. Ugh. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's not hurt. a good time, especially no. getting out. That's a double whammy. Let's see here. Ike had more hits on Tina than the guards had against bad teams. Here we go. Whoa, we go. boy. Yeah, wow. Coming in hot on that, that one. All right. So, Bri, we'll get off of guards. We're getting into our Mount Rushmore now of all Cleveland sports teams. And we Let have me, well, one last thing on the and I don't even know if it's about the Guardians, but um, it's just it's a it's more about a baseball thing. In baseball, thankfully. And the reason I'm not completely giving up on the Guardians is because baseball and hockey is a lot like this as well. You just have to get hot at the right time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're mediocre for three months, four months out of the year, and then they just turn it on and you get hot in October, you can win a championship. Hockey is the same way you get a hot goalie. Like football and basketball, I mean – pretty much the best teams make it to the championships um, unless there's an injury like Giannis uh, this past year, or if Pat Mahomes got seriously injured, then that kind of throws a wrench into it. But for the most part, the chiefs and the Eagles, two best teams all year long, they make it to the NBA or the uh, Super Bowl. and the warriors all these years, even though they don't take the regular season serious, they turn it on and they make it to the NBA championship. Baseball's a little different. I mean, like I said, if if McKenzie, if Quantrill, and if Bieber start pitching out of their minds, all you're going to need is two, three runs, which this offense has proven that they can uh, give you. But um, yeah, I, so that's why I hold out a little bit of hope because just get hot at the right time and make a run. And if you do that, anything's possible. In baseball, the best teams don't always make it to the World Series. All right. Now now that you said, I, yeah, that's it's baseball. But now I got to throw in my fatty on fire. Just get a hot pitcher. Well, I got to throw in my fatty on fire. Okay, Brian. Sure. 
Uh, so I put this out on Facebook and Twitter said, Hey, you know, everybody do your Mount Rushmore of the guardians of the Browns. Let's have fun with it. The calves, let's just have fun with it. I don't know how many times I think it was probably about five that I got back of, well, the guardians only have been in for two years. Yeah. The guardian. What what about the Indians? What about, all right. On that note, guys, I get it. The name has changed. Not a lot of people are happy about it. Some people care about it. Some people don't. I don't care what your pet peeve is, but the name's changed, all right? It's done. It's over with. It's in the past, okay? And if you tell me that you're not a Guardians fan because you're an Indians fan, the team changed the name. If you don't like it, buy the team, change the name back, all right? There's nothing you can do about it. I don't want grief on my side when I'm trying to do something fun and engage a lot of people and have a blast. And then I got negative Nancy over there. Well, the Indians are just, you know, two years of the guardians, blah, 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 blah. I don't give a shit. All right. Yes. They're the Indians to me. Yes. They're the guardians to me. They're still the same team. It's a Cleveland team that I root for. So either a get the hell off your soapbox and stop crying about it and just realize it's done and over with, and it's not going back. Or B, don't watch it anymore. Don't talk about it because it's not going to change. Okay, now I feel better. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> what I'll say to that is there's a lot of trolls on Twitter, and uh, oh, it wasn't even Twitter. This is Facebook. This wasn't even Twitter. Well, there's a lot of trolls on Facebook too. <laughs> I mean, it social even, media. It was just the fact of like, just get. It was just a fun thing to do, just to get people to talk about and have fun with. And then goes well. I can't really say the can't really say the Guardians because they only been there for two years. So I guess Jose Ramirez. Blah, blah, blah. Like all right, Crouch. Like really, just you know, go cry on your fucking stone underneath your bridge and cry some more. Like I don't need to hear it. Like I'm trying to do something fun. This is why we created the show to have fun, Bry. And if you can't have fun, then don't answer the question. That's all you gotta do. A lot of people can't. <laughs> A lot of people. It's, it's more. It's more important for them to be right than to have fun. So, unfortunately, that's where we're at. Like, I I just, I, th- I think the biggest thing of it, though, Bri, is I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. And I was talking to Sherry about this. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal if the MLB just would have came in and said, you know something? Braves, change your name. If we're doing this, we're doing a wide sweep, not just one team. Anybody with this kind of, you know, change it. Change it, change it, change it. I mean, but nobody did. And you know something? The Guardians did something that people thought were derogatory towards Native Americans. They took away Chief Wahoo, which was a cartoon character, which I get it, but people deemed it offensive. I get it. Okay. They did away with it. Okay. The next step, Indians on the front. Okay. I get it. But guess what? That was an ownership slash front office deal that they made with MLB. It wasn't us. It's not like they could have pulled us and asked us if we wanted to keep the name or not. It's their team. They paid a lot of money for that team to do what they want with that team. Unless you own a team, I don't want to hear it. And Justin, wasn't me. I think my answer was fun. Your answer was actually kind of fun, Justin. Let's get into it. 
Well, Ed did, the anti, Ed did the uh, anti-Rushmore with, uh, with oh. the Browns, which was hilarious. Yeah, Johnny Manziel, like Modell, and all that 460 stuff. spots. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. Um, who else did he have? Art Modell, um, Josh Gordon. Um, we need more. Josh Gordon? No, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon had a hell of a career. At least he did something. He was all pro for us. He had a hell of 12 games, Pry. 12 games. Still the best 12 games any Browns receiver has ever had. Trail Pryor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. I don't even know if you call him wide receiver, I suppose. Now, let's get into the Cleveland Mount Rushmore's, then we'll get into Fat Boy Tuesday, Brian. So, Cleveland Mount Rushmore's. uh, Let's go with the easy one right out of the gate, Brian. Let's go with your Cleveland Cavaliers. And obviously, Probably both of you and I both have LeBron James, right? Hey, that's the gimme square. The best player who's ever played the game. All right. Uh, do you want me to give you my other three? Sure. All right. So my next one uh, would have to be Austin Carr. Got him. All right. Mark Price. Got him. And it's a toss-up between the next two. It's either Brad Dorty or Zadrunas Elgalskis. Okay. Who you got? I'm going to go Brad Dorty. All right. That's not bad. That's good All list. Right. We differ. We differ on the one. You got uh, we got LeBron, Austin Carr, Mark Price. Um I think there it's up for some debate. I, I mean, obviously LeBron, no doubter. The other three, kind of a little bit up for debate. Um, but my number, my fourth, where you have Brad Doherty, I have Kyrie. Um, shut you know, shut you shut could. Shut, 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 I know. Obviously, people are gonna. It's gonna leave a bad taste in your mouth because of kind of the uh, the character that he's turned into the last three, four, five years. But as far as talent goes, there's. There's no question he's the second most talented Cleveland Cavalier of all time. Now, if you want to make the argument that he's more talented than Mark Price, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, if you want to make the argument that he wasn't here long enough, I would listen to that. But um, as far as the impact that he had, um, the big moments that he had, obviously hitting the biggest shot and uh, – yeah. In Cavs history, um, just, you can't it, overlook that. And his, yeah, I, I tell you to go back and watch game five of that 2016 finals where him and LeBron both had 41, but to me, Kyrie had the better game. He was just, he was unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I put him in there. Um, I feel pretty good about that. Austin Carr and the Mark Price. Yeah, I could. I, I was debating between Mark Price and Brad Doherty, to be honest. Um, but I remember Mark Price was first team All NBA with Michael Jordan, so that's mm-hmm. a pretty good backcourt. Good company that you keep there um, to throw Justin a bone there. So yeah, those are my four. Yeah, you you just blew Justin up. Um, Justin is just going nuts right now. Oh, because I said LeBron's the best basketball player. I mean. Yeah, I don't uh, know if it's fact right now, but 10, 15 years down the road when we start talking about LeBron like we do Michael Jordan, it'll be 
LeBron never missed a shot. LeBron did this. Well, the way they talk about Jordan now, I mean, he went to 10, maybe 11 finals after this year, and Jordan went to six. Oof. All right, so we got LeBron James, Mark Price, Austin Carr, and Sean Kemp from Craig. Uh, the <laughs> anti, the anti Rushmore, uh, wrong rim Ricky Davis, Carlos Boozer, George Make a Free Throw Hill, and Danny Ferry. Um, let's see here. Casey said LBJ, AC, Price, and Lenny Wilkes. There it is. Lenny Wilkes. Oh, uh, Wilkins? Yeah, it's Wilkins, right? The coach, Lane Wilkins. Oh, the coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. All right. At one point, he had the most wins ever. Let's move on to another one that should probably be a little bit easier, uh, which would be the Cleveland Guardians. (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. So for my Mount Rushmore of the Cleveland Guardians, first off, Larry Doby has got to be on there. All right. Lou Boudreaux has got to be on there. Bob Feller has got to be on there. And I have got to say, man, the fourth one is the one where it gets me all the time. Because I'm in a toss up because I want to bring somebody new age because you got Jim Tomey and all that. Um, Because Jim Tomey should be on that fourth tier. But I'm going to go little Omar Vizquel. All right, Omar, it is. Um, Bob Feller, I think, uh, I think that is the easy one um, and kind of recognizes the greatest Indian of all, all time. But after that, I was having a hard time figuring out who to go with. Um, yeah, I was like you. I thought Larry Doby, you know, I, but I don't. I know he was very impactful to the game of baseball. But as far as a baseball player, I don't know if he was one of the greats. Um, I don't have enough knowledge to know that. Same thing with Lou Boudreau. I know his numbers retired up there, but I just don't know much about his career. So, um, so I didn't have those guys on there. I want the guys that I know that I've seen. Um, I want the Jim Tomey. He was mm-hmm. on there. Uh, one of the guys who obviously I grew up kind of idolizing. He was one of my favorites. And again, if you want to say he didn't play enough years for the organization, I understand that argument, but Albert Bell is on there for me. Just the impact that he had for those three, four, five years, um, in the nineties. And he was one of the best players in the league at that time. And then my number four is Corey Kluber. Um, just, I mean, outside of Feller, maybe one of the best pitchers the Indians organization has ever had. Um, and I've seen it with my eyes. And, you know, I know how dominant he's been. And he was just a guy that you could count on night in and night out. And, you know, all those big games that he pitched in the playoffs, that 2016 run where uh, where we leaned heavily on him, I, I thought that uh, that you had to put him in there. God, bro, I wish you could see the comments. So we have Craig here with Jose Ramirez, Larry Doby, Jim Tomey. Uh, Justin said Ricky the Wild Thing Vaughn. Uh, sure. We also had Ed Columbus said uh, Ricky Vaughn, Roger Dorn, Willie Mays Hayes, and Jake Taylor. And then Casey chimed in with Lou Effin Brown. 
<laughs> uh, no, no, we're, we're getting them all in here. This is actually getting kind of comical. All right, so now we will switch over to our Cleveland Browns, Brian. And yep. I kind of figured you and I both have Jim Brown in there, correct? You have to. Absolutely. You got to. Next, I have Otto Garam. Again, second free space. You have to have those two. Otherwise, it's not uh, not legit. Next, I got Lou the Toe Garosa. All right. And then I got the Hoff, Joseph Thomas. Yep, very good. Very fair. Um, certainly guys that are historic in uh, in the Browns organization. And if you're a Browns fan, you know about all those guys. Now, uh, honorable mention. I do have to, because I didn't throw any coaches in there. Uh, Tito sure. should go in for the Guardians. Right. And then Paul Brown should be in there for also as an honorable mention for the uh, that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as far as the Browns go, we only differ on one. Uh, we both have Jim Brown, Otto Graham, Joe Thomas, because you feel like you have to. I don't know if you have to, but. Flat out, he was one of the best at his positions for a decade in the NFL where today's NFL is more competitive than ever. So I think you have to put Joe Thomas in there. Um, I did not put Lou Groza in there. I thought about it. It was kind of between him and Joe Thomas. Like, I don't want to put two tackles in there, two offensive linemen. So, yeah, I just – I know uh, I know exactly what Joe Thomas has done and that he was the best at his position for all those years. So. Believe it or not, my number four is a guy who's still building his resume. I got Miles Garrett on there. I think right now he's probably the best uh, defensive player the Browns organization has ever seen. And he still hopefully has three, four, five years left um, of his prime. So I don't want to say I'm projecting, but most people would say he's the best defensive player in the Browns history. So why not put him on there? All right, so in the comments, we have Craig saying, Joe Thomas, Jim Brown, Otto Graham, and Hanford Dixon. Casey said, the GOAT, Otto, <laughs> Off, and Paul Brown. Ed, I love you. Ed said, the Thriller, Michael Jackson, Tommy Vardell, Mike Tomczak, and Leroy Horde. Love Casey Go said, Blue, Leroy Horde, my guy. He said he'll accept Ozzy as well. Uh, Sherry mm, is going mm. with Swagger Jr. You don't want to go with Swagger? You know, he had had a rough life. He had to live through all those losses. Lee Swagger Jr. got to see a playoff game. And Sherry's laughing in the background, which I made her laugh. So I'm good on that one. But, I mean, anybody can go different ways with this, Brian. It's just it's a fun topic to hit while we're in the offseason. And what we should do is next time we do this, Brian, keep it kind of current. You know, instead of going all the way in the past, we'll do, like, the past 10 years. Past 10 years, what do you got? And see if anything, well, what, things would change. But see if we got anybody new coming. But I do love your Corey Kluber with the uh, Indians because, man, if you ever, I know during the World Series it wasn't his greatest start in the world, but, man, it seemed like every time that that guy touched a rubber, you were going to get at least 12 strikeouts in almost a complete game unless something really bad happened. 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let me give credit quickly to uh, somebody that just brought up uh, Ozzy Newsom in the uh, in the comments, because that was somebody maybe that I didn't consider uh, as much as I should. I think he deserves to be on the uh, Mount Rushmore. If you put him on there, you know, I'd probably take Miles Garrett. If you wanted to put Ozzy Newsom on there, uh, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I just felt like all these offensive guys give me a defensive guy. So um, so that's why Miles is on there. All right, Brian. Well, guess what, buddy? It's time to switch gears. You ready? Let's do it. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. And with Fat Boy Tuesday, we welcome in Sherry, who is contributing now on Illegal Ham of the Face. Welcome on in, Sherry. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sitting sure. behind the scenes, laughing and having fun with us. All right. So today, we're going to do the trivia before we start into Fat Boy Tuesday, so I do not forget it later on. Now, Sherry, you heard the question. Do you have an answer for the question that I'm about to repeat? Because I don't think Casey was in here when I actually said it. So mm. I did not. I'm just I'm not bringing up that right now. Next time, do Mount Busmore. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Now we're talking. Now we're talking, Casey. We're going to bring in hot. He's coming in real hot. Bring Casey on for that one. I mean, he yeah. came up. all right. Write it down, Brian. <laughs> Right, put it in the There'd notes. be way too many Cleveland Browns on that. That would be that would be the toughest one to narrow it down to four. We're gonna, gonna need say. we're gonna need a bigger mountain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's gonna need to be the Rockies. <laughs> All right, I wrote it down in the notes. Thank you, Casey, for that wonderful. That's gonna be a great nut. That'd be a great show. Can't wait for that one. All right, so the question I asked Bry is a lot of undrafted free agents going to have great careers. Kurt Warner, for example. Uh, Tony Romo, who is an undrafted free agent. That You think Tony Romo is a Hall of Famer or no, Bry? I got to think no. Um, what's that? Borderline? Yeah, Hall of Very Good. Um but he just didn't do enough in the playoffs. Uh, if he would have held on to that snap, I, he must have been eating popcorn that day. Never know. Never know. But, Bry, there is one that the Cleveland Browns signed that turned into a Hall of Famer. Can you name that player? Golly. Um, this is tough. The first name that I wrote down that came to mind was an offensive lineman, and uh, it was a guy who got in not too long ago in this century, at least 15 years ago, maybe. Um, yeah, I'll say Gene Hickerson. You are wrong. Which this is a guy that you informed me about a very, very long time ago. Marion Motley? Marion Motley was a really. Pilot. Drafted free agent and ended up to become a Hall of Famer. Did they have to draft back then? Well, yeah, because he had to be drafted 40s, maybe early 50s. They did. I mean, wow. Remember, Jim Brown was drafted. Yeah, that's true. Mid 50s, I guess, Jim Brown. Little nugget. Thank you, Justin, for that little nugget. Uh, well done. Yeah. One of the yeah. best Brown. I mean, 
honestly, he could be uh, in the discussion for Brown's Mount Rushmore. If we're talking about all the way back to 46, he was. Oh, yeah. He was a stud. He was one of the best running backs. He probably gets overshadowed a little bit by uh, by Jim Brown, but he was a dog. Yeah, Justin sent me an article with the top 30 best ever undrafted free agents, and he was like number eight. Wow. Yep. Well-deserved. Number one was Kurt Warner, of course. Yep. True American story. He is awesome. All right, well, we are done with trivia. That is all done, which is brought to you by City Dogs of Cleveland. And I got to bring it up one time before we start talking fat stuff. Adopt this dog. Look at that face. Adopt that dog. <laughs> His name's Murtal. Okay. All right, let's have some fun now. Let's do some fat boy Tuesday. All right, Sherry. Yes. You brought up buffets. All right. What are we talking about here? What do you got for us? Okay. I'm trying to think. Do you too? I'm gonna go with Fatty first. Do you remember the first buffet you've ever gone to? Now this is gonna be fun for me because it takes me back to childhood memories of playing little league baseball, pitch coach. Pizza Hut was the first oh. ever buffet that I went to. And this is when you could actually sit down and when Pizza Hut didn't deliver, you actually had to go to Pizza Hut, sit down at Pizza Hut and get pizza. So that was my, probably my first buffet ever. If it wasn't that, it was probably Shoney's. Oh, Shoney's. Oh, oh love Shoney's. Shoney's. Just talking about them the other day. All right. Oh, so <laughs> Brian, what about you? Yeah, what? Brian, what about you? Uh, my first buffet, believe it or not, was um, it was in Brunswick. Uh, my family owned the apple farm there, uh, Mapleside, and That's they would cool. do uh, – breakfast buffets with Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. So I was probably, you know, maybe four or five years old uh, going through the breakfast buffet. So, yeah, that was that was one that I went to frequently until I was 10, 12 years old. And then, uh, yeah, like, like Fatty was saying, Shoney's, love Shoney's. Ponderosa was a big one. They had one in Brunswick, too. So those are the early memories there. All right. So you said you got more questions for us, right? Sure. I sure do. <laughs> okay. Could you just very quickly off the top of your head do a buffet power ranking? You only get three slots. Ooh, buffet power ranking. All right. Number three, I'm going to go with Shoney's because it's really good. So good. Number two, any kind of Chinese buffet. Doesn't matter which one it is. I was you hoping you would say that. Chinese buffet, any one of those. Oh, there you go. Yep. And Bri, I don't know if you've ever had it, but number one is the Amish buffet down in Millersburg. They're Dutchmen. They're, They're Dutch Dutchmen. Yep. They're Dutchmen. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. All right, Bri, what about your power ranking, bud? Yeah, top three power ranking. Um, I'm with you. You got to put some sort of uh, some sort of Chinese buffet in there. So I'll put that at three. There's one down here in Medina called Dragon Buffet. That's really good. That's my number three. And then you know me. I'm um, I'm appetizers. I'm wings. I'm pizza guy. Um, so they have a, a wings and pizza buffet here in Medina at JoJo's. 
Um, so it's right off the square. It used to be like eight bucks or something like that. So I think it's gone up the last few years. But um, and then same thing with number one, um, pizza wing buffet at on tap here in Medina. They do it only on Monday nights. Um, and uh, I mean, roll me out of there. <laughs> Fit me for some sweatpants and uh, <laughs> roll me out of there. So uh, hold on, does yeah, that mean we got those are the Monday? Down in uh, Medina, it's it's busy. It, it gets awfully busy. I'm not the only one who enjoys it, but uh, there's nothing better than than stuffing yourself full of that. Maybe having a couple beers and watching Monday Night Football. Heaven there's on earth. One, there's one I completely forgot. You remember the lunch buffet at Quaker Steak and Lube? There. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I think they still do that sometimes. I don't know if it's as as often, but loved it. So I'm getting heart flutters. I'm getting all excited. <laughs> all right. So what's next? Okay. You got your plate all geared up. You're getting in line. Without thought, what is the first thing going on your plate? Shrimp. Shrimp? <laughs> I'm a hey, wife allergic to shellfish. Okay. If she is not there. I am like a fat walrus just going up to the seafood line, just just going all the way down the line. Just Every kind of shrimp. Shrimp. I don't care what it is. Scallops, anything, shellfish, oysters. I, I'm there. Respectable. Okay, big guy. <laughs> Same question. First thing. Yeah. You you know, I, I kind of play mind games with myself. I, uh, I trick myself into thinking that I'm going to be good. And uh, and maybe if I get a salad, that'll offset all the terrible plates no. that I'm gonna eat. Yeah, so I go a little oh, salad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably two tongs worth of lettuce on there, and uh, just, it, it just it sets me up. I think I'm I think I'm doing good for myself. I'm not completely tearing my body to the ground. So uh, you're, yeah. you're just uh, <laughs> losing room in your stomach with fiber when you could have precious I, fried I chicken. I know, but it's all about my mental state of mind. I think it's I good think for me great. then. But right, so. double down in dessert. I'm not a big dessert guy. Um, mm -hmm. I usually stuff my face full of everything else, and then by the time it's time to have dessert, it's like, now I feel like I'm going to vomit. Get me to the car. Ooh. All right, no, hold on. You're asking, Sherry, what about you? What's your, what's your first item on your plate? Great question. It depends which buffet I'm at. If I'm at Golden Corral, it's those rolls. Are you guys familiar with the Golden mm. Corral rolls? Fatty, are you? Come back to us. No, we're good. We're good. I'm just daydreaming. Because <laughs> they're like those really like good yeasty rolls. And don't they have like a honey butter that you could put on them? Cinnamon butter. It's cinnamon butter. Oh, yeah. Oh, cinnamon. Thank you. Cinnamon butter. Is he okay? Oh. So that's the first thing. He's, he's, he's comatose thinking about oh. these buffets. <laughs> Brian is preparing for his colon for the war to come. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Can't disagree. All right. So what else? The rolls, yes. I I love those rolls with the cinnamon butter. Oh, my God, the cinnamon butter. Yes. Yeah. I don't just take one first plate. I take two out of fear that they're not going to have any more left when I go up for seconds. So it's a fear-driven 
roll. Yeah, you can get them to go. I've seen well, people get in like, boxes like, and fill them up to go. You only take two rolls. Well, to start. Wow, we we got to work with you. <laughs> rolls are like the topper of your plate because they can't really go anywhere if you smash them into the. Magic. So they're like. So you're saying they're garnish. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> and then if you do it just right, the butter packets hide in other places. Pockets. If you put it in your pocket. No, because I forget it. Enough, oh. And then I go in my pocket later and I get a handful of butter and it is not good. <laughs> what is what? All right. So what's your, what's your power ranking on your buffets? Okay. This is just number one. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it backwards. Number one first. <laughs> Chinese. Okay, go going Chinese. No way. Number two. I'm going. Ah, the buffet at the Bellagio in Las Vegas. That's a solid wow. number two. The best Congratulations buffet. Congratulations on your success. Hands down. <laughs> And number three, any Amish buffet. I don't know what it is. With and here, juice is here. He said, "Boy, I just got in here just in time for the food talk." Can't help the juice is here. Like All I don't right. know what it is about the Amish buffet with their like mashed potatoes and their like chicken noodles. You know the big thick. Yeah, yeah, God. so good. All right, so if you had, and I'm going to ask, if you had to pick just one buffet, just one. What buffet are you going to? Me? Everybody. Uh, we got the whole show here. So, Bri, let's go you first. If you had to pick one buffet, I, I have a guess of what it is. It's probably a pizza buffet. Yep. You got it. Yeah, it's the on tap one. They got wings, they got french fries, and they got pizza. And it's all terrible for you, and I can't get enough. Um, but... I will admit that the Amish buffets and a Golden Corral or something has much more variety. But um, at that point, I'm locked in. I can't eat everything, so I can only eat four or five things anyways. So give me the four or five best. Juice said, hey, it's a good show, but the food talk is the best part. I love Juice. <laughs> All right. So my go-to, my number one, Chinese. Because if you go to a Chinese buffet, they got chicken tenders. They got hamburgers. It's like a loaded smorgasbord of just a whole bunch of stuff because they got to Americanize it for everybody. Plus, you got the jello and the ice cream down at the corner, and you got a little bit of everything that you can get into. And it's just if you don't want you don't want Chinese, that's fine. They got burgers and fries or tots over in the side. They got it everywhere. See, there it is. Juice said it right there. Chinese is the way to go. Hard to argue. It's just, I feel like I just have the same dish over and over, and it's just with like a different duck sauce or uh, sweet and sour sauce or general sauce sauce. It's just all the same thing. Um, it's like not necessarily a bad thing. It sounds like he hasn't had a great Chinese buffet experience. No, well, that he'll tell you. I, I'm a, I'm a simple man. I, I know what I like. I don't wait. get. Too forgot, crazy with the sushi. I don't get sushi. I don't get raw fish. I, you know, it's, it's chicken and it's rice. 
Like he looked at me, the like we went to a Chinese buffet and he looked at me, he goes, what are you eating? It was like, like those bacon wrapped walnuts. I was like, oh, I'm eating these. He goes, oh, no, I love those. The water chestnuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are so good. Those are fantastic. That and the, uh, what was it? The honey chicken that we had. And then I got like the beef on a stick that you're kind of like, yeah. It was yeah I don't know if that's beef. <laughs> it's probably not beef, but I'm all right with that. At the time, I didn't care. And could, could be Rottweiler. Oh. All right, so Sherry, yours is it? Is it Chinese? What do you got? Man, you see, I'm going back to the Bellagio. Okay. Why? What's because so fancy about the Bellagio? Not like I've most been- of it. It's not fancy, but they have every like culture of food there, and it's at a high higher end. So they have Chinese, they have Mexican, they have American, they have a big fish section like you like with the seafood. Uh, They're hot and cold crab legs. So if you like them warm, you get them warm. You like them cold, you get them cold. You can't go wrong. And they have like a whole meat area. So I'm hands down. Well, it looks like going to block. There's all the bases. Cause I went to the I went to the one at the Westgate, and hey, for me, I was actually happy with that one. I was like, "Holy cow, look at all this stuff!" Oh, and get down on a seafood buffet. There we go. Little oh yeah. Buffet. Well, man. well, people are getting overstimulated. <laughs> uh, everybody is. Do you have any more questions for us before we get into our top three buffet items? What are your what are your thoughts on distortion from sneeze guards? What? <laughs> uh, if you look through the sneeze guard, when it's more of a short person problem, like it sometimes distorts the food because of like the angle and the lighting bouncing off the sneeze guard. So sometimes it makes the food look a little funny. Wow, never thought of that. Okay, she took it to a whole different level. Sorry. I no, I, I am serious. I don't, if I can't see it, I can do one of these. <laughs> and then I grab the spoon and kind of just start scooping. Poke at it. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. What is that back here? I don't know what. Oh, hold on. Oh, is I, it moving? All right. I got that. Here, let me get in there and get that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, one last question. No, I never I thought of that one. One last question. Okay. What are your thoughts on the open air chocolate fountain? I have never done a chocolate fountain at a uh, buffet. Nope, never done a chocolate fountain, so I'm not. I can't really comment on it. Bry, have you ever done a chocolate fountain? I've never. Um, I think I've seen it. Uh, fondue. I can't remember if it was chocolate or cheese. Um, but I heard of an idea of somebody who did something similar to that at their wedding where they had um, gravy coming out, like breakfast gravy. And everyone got their own own biscuit. And you get, you know, the biscuits and gravy and the sausage. And I think that's the way to go if you're going to do a fondue. Man, biscuits and gravy. Delicious. All right, we got to get gravy fountain. Anything... Haven't eaten anything yet today. We gotta get in our top three. I'm starving too. 
right, let's get our top three. We'll close out the show. Jerry, as I was saying, you're killing us with this, uh, the buffet talk, because I am all excited. Like, I want to go to a Chinese buffet. Me too. Like, you wouldn't believe right now and just eat a whole bunch of wontons. Oh, I love wontons. All right. So, right now, we're getting into our top three favorite buffet items. And Sherry, we'll let you go first on your top three favorite buffet items. Yeah. Disclaimer. I will not waste time or space with salad. It is the enemy at a buffet. Mm. Bry is a rare individual who has a sound mind. But when I'm going up there, I'm going gloves off. I got my plate. I got my, you know, first things first, the roll. Because we're just going to imagine every buffet had those rolls. Number two, I'm going with fried chicken because how can you go wrong with fried chicken? Well, I mean, you can, nice. but, but. In I've, seen, I've three, seen it go wrong before. Yeah, no, I have too. <laughs> I'm just, this is an idealistic buffet with perfect fried chicken. The third thing, mac and cheese. Ooh. Now, are you talking like the craft mac and cheese or like the legit mac and cheese? No, I'm talking like legit mac and cheese. Okay. I get you. Brian, what about your top three? Uh, all right. I got, I mean, it's hard to narrow it down at this point. Um, but for some reason, here you go. My number three is, for some reason, I always seem to get nachos. If they have nachos there, I'm going to make my own nachos. Throw a bunch of crazy stuff on there. And uh, sometimes they'll take up my whole first plate and then I'll go back for something else. So nachos is number three. Along the same lines, I always, for whatever reason, get uh, sucked into, like, making a taco. And, again, maybe it's just the freedom of having a whole taco bar right in front of you and you can create it however you want. Um, so that would be my number two. And then number one, keep it simple. As long as you got good sauces, uh, boneless wings would be my number one. All right. Brian's a boneless wing guy. I am. I'll do. I'll do bone in, but uh, probably would prefer boneless for whatever reason. Just easier, I guess. So, and Jew said he did a taco bar at his wedding, which we weren't invited oh, to. Oh man, uh, we that. missed out. That's Greg uh, said fried chicken rolls and mashed potato. Justin said pizza, ice cream, and garlic bread. And Justin said, "Wait, what? Boneless? Yeah, Ma is here. <laughs> she made it home." Hi, Mom. This is Sherry. She is helping out on the show now. So say hi to Ma. Hi, Ma. You can cuss to her if you want to. Oh. I do from time <laughs> to time. Um, my three buffet items. Uh, number three for me is especially if I'm going to the uh, the Amish. I got to get their gravy, mashed potatoes and gravy at an Amish place is just hands down one of the best things ever. Uh, number two, now this might surprise you if they have it. If they have it, I always have to try the meatloaf. Mm. Either meatloaf or a steak or something of that nature. And number one, like I said before, very first thing, if they got shrimp, I am all over that shrimp and cocktail sauce. 
and you cannot peel me away from that whole thing. I, I almost want to steal the whole thing. Chafing dish at your table. Got it. And I, I do. Like, I feel bad sometimes because I'm up there and, like, people are waiting. I'm like, well, we're not done yet. And I'm, like, shoveling it in like a polar bear eating salmon. Like, are you, like, you, you hip-checking hip old ladies to get to the shrimp it's a little faster? It's really not old ladies. But even, like, fried shrimp. Even if it's fried shrimp, you know. You don't have to drive for that. Listen here. Does the smoke off count as a buffet? It might. It might. We do a smoke off. I think off. it should. I think it does count as a buffet. Wait, what is an Amish buffet? I've never seen such a thing. Uh, Juice, when you come to Cleveland, hmm. we will take you to an Amish. We will right take off you of 71. To, we'll take you right to Dirt Dutchman, and we're going to have a right good time. Right on his way. Yeah, it's right on his way. All right. South of so, Mansfield. Want to thank everybody for chiming in. Sherry, thank you so much for the great topic with the buffet. Uh, next week, it looks like we're doing Bustamore uh, for our uh, Mount Bustamore. Um, we'll figure that out a little bit later. But Sherry, thank you for joining the Legal Ham, helping us out on the backside and everything. Thank Thanks, you for Sherry. the buffet talk and all that stuff. Stick around in the background. We will talk to you here yes. in just a second. Brian? We're here at the end of our show. We want to thank our troops, first responders for everything they do. We want to thank City Dogs and Harold Keel and Lake Erie APA. On that note, Bri, God bless them. Yep. God bless you. God bless America. I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked, unloading. We're out. Thank you guys so much for watching. By the way, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. See ya. <laughs>